when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello and welcome to a Christmas Atletico Parsnips with me, Bob Mortimer. I hope your Christmas tree is well balanced and your gift obligations have been successfully purchased. Imagine, if you will, you're a small boy or girl creeping expectantly down the stairs in the early hours of Christmas morning. You see a crack of light under the door of the living room and can hear the rustle of presents being placed beneath the tree. For a moment you rest on the stairs, scared to face the wonder that lies beyond that living room door. Then, with great courage and excitement, you proceed and slowly open the door. Your breath is taken away, not only by the stench of beer, cheap chicken juices and tabs, but also by the sight of Santa's fat ass as he bends down and starts loading the presents into his massive Sports Direct laundry bag. Get back to bed, you little prick, and don't say a word or I'll have a dump under the tree. <laughs> it's my co-hosts, Mr. Andrew Dawson. Been on the blue drink. On the blue drink. Smells like a bear sink. <laughs> oh, Mr. Grifter. Mr. Grifter. The kids' gift lifter. Kids' gift lifter. Been on the dip. Oh, the dippers. Stealing gifts for his nippers. Ah, oh, lovely. There you are. So it was oh, you that was, was Santa. Very nice. Very uh, festive and you'll tidy and all that. Do you resent them or you're No, nah, I couldn't give them monkeys. Well, you do them from time to time. I do, yeah. It doesn't make me feel blue. No. You know we're what here, I mean? to, we're here to use the boys and girls, not each other. I've just, I you think. know, this isn't very Christmassy way to start things out, but to, <clears> in <throat> preparation for the to this parsnips today, mm-hmm. I did what you call a number two. Oh. And it, and the, the seat was up. Yeah. Hey. You know, so I had to pull it down. Right. I thought you meant right? you sat down when the seat And was up. it just reminded that, that there has been research recently, mm-hmm. mainly in Germany that the most diseased area mm-hmm. of a toilet seat is the front and the back. Yeah? Right. So every time you grab hold of that seat mm. to pull it down, yeah? You're inviting germs. You're inviting system. trouble. But yeah. we're always told you must put the seat the seat up, so I'm just throwing that out there as we're a told, Christmas we're gift. We're told we should put the seat up, I are think, we? I, I think so, yeah. No, I don't do that. I always put the seat down. Well, just be, even before you have a wait? No, afterwards. All right. Well, I've, I've got. Well, my first child was a girl, so I, you know, out of respect. My first child was a lady. <laughs> <laughs> look, look, listen up. Um, I've done. 
I always uh, finished with the toilet seat thing. Well, not because I've done a little um, Christmas song. You know, it's Christmas. I always do yeah. my Sunderland Christmas song. Oh, man. Right? Okay. Oh, little town of Sunderland, how busy your little is. Mm. With lots of pale-skinned blokes with tits in your car park having a piss. Mm. Oh, little town of Sunderland, how sweet your high street is. With lots of dogs being pushed in prams by Herbert's high on whiz. <laughs> So, do yeah. you enjoy that? Not not as much as the song at the beginning, but <laughs> give fairly, us a quiz. Why won't you give me a quiz? It's, I I just haven't got round to it yet. It's a festive one. You can have one about Santa Claus, or you can have one about turkeys. Turkeys, turkeys, turkeys. turkeys. I call this one turkey or not a turkey, or as I like to call them, Christmas hens. All righty, oh yeah. Do we get? So, <laughs> <coughs> do we get a um? Uh, Marley. You can have one if you want. So, how, but how does this work? Am I right? Is it Let true or think, false or right, what? Yeah, I'm going to give you some names, and some of them are actual breeds of turkeys, yeah. and some of them are not. So, I need you to say turkey if you think it's a turkey or not a turkey if it's not a turkey. If you're correct, I'll say Marlene. <laughs> right. If you're incorrect, I'll say free sweeties. Ringo Starr. In the style of Sir Ringo Starr. So, correct is so Marlene. You've got yeah. to say. Turkey or not a turkey? All right, right, here we go. Canadian three eye, (laughs) not a turkey. Marlene, (laughs) yes. American bronze, turkey. Marlene, (laughs) the slate, (laughs) turkey. (laughs) Marlene, (laughs) can we not just stop it there? God, let's do one more. Oh, man, I want a clean sheet. Go on. Turkey lurkey. <laughs> Not a turkey. <laughs> do it, do it, do it. Marlene. Do it. <laughs> four out of four. Four out of four. The fifth one I've got there was English turkey, but you probably would have got that as well. I am Mr. Turkey, What would you have said if English turkey? English turkey would have said not a turkey. Oh, you'd have got that wrong. There you go. There you go. You bastard. My wife's done some Christmas questions oh, for you. Oh, that's nice. Um, Andrew, says the wife, mm-hmm. do you hang mistletoe on your knockers on Christmas Eve? <laughs> sort of strung between my two knockers, yeah. So you do? Not, not two bits of mistletoe, one long strand of mistletoe. So at that height, who are you looking to get a kiss from? Um... I forgot his fucking name. What's the fella called? Little what, fella? is he a little fella? Um, shall we call him um, Reese Weston? Um, Reese Weston, yeah. Reese Weston. <laughs> For Christmas dinner, Andrew, oh. do you arrange the chicken dippers into the shape of a turkey? No, I normally do them as a Christmas tree. A Christmas well, I'd tree? Well, I'd, Chris- I'd get some chicken dippers and I'd glue them together mm. into a shape of a, a Christmas tree and then put it on the plate. What, do you glue them with lard? Lard. Glue? Glue. Yeah. Standard glue. Andrew, what do you leave out for Sunderland Santa? Tabs and Space Raiders? Mmm. <laughs> What's that? I'd usually, I used to leave that dust out you can buy. Santa dust. Re- reindeer dust. Yeah. And you put it down and it glows and sparkles and all that. But that's stupid, isn't it? Well, I don't know if it's stupid enough. The kids, it's wonderment, isn't it? But that's the, for the, the reindeer. Kids it was stupid as well. For Santa. Um, a cookie and a bit of whiskey. A cookie? A what's, cookie? What's a Sunderland cookie? A Sunderland... It's just a cookie, man. Well, what's Why a cookie? Why so many questions? A cookie? Maryland out of a pack of Maryland cookies? <laughs> I knew it. Cookie 
equals Maryland cookie. Yeah. Pack of what six. What kind of cookie do you give them, like? One eighty nine at BNM. Yeah, and, and and some whiskey. Oh, that's nice for Sandra, isn't it? Where'd well, you get your whiskey? BNM. <laughs> It's going to be a B&M Christmas. It's always a B&M Christmas. Um, is do, that the end of the questions? Well, I've she, she got one more. It's an interesting one. In, mm. I think this is the interesting one, Andy. See what you think. Mm. Do you cook all your frozen Christmas veg in the kettle? <laughs> yes. yes. Yes, I do. You know, it's yes. a good idea. Yeah, a B&M kettle. Yeah. Save the planet and all yeah. that. Yeah. While we're doing questions, shall we have a few from the... Um, from the parsnippers that we've had sent in. All right, hold did you on receive then. these? I sent you these earlier on. Um, I'll, 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 just, I'll, I'll just start. Yeah, go on. I'll, then. I'll launch into the first one. Catherine Parkinson says, "What, in your opinion, should be the national soup of the UK?" Well, I reckon it probably is the Heinz tomato. Mm. It's the, it's the, like, the correct cream answer. of tomato. Creme, yeah. it's yeah. creme of tomato. Yeah. Um, but talking soup, Andrew. Talking yeah. soup. I've always been very disappointed with the Baxter's range. It kind of holds itself out as being pretty posh, doesn't it? it it's got it's got that air of authenticity about it, yeah, about yeah. the packaging and everything. I've never succumbed to it. I've always been a Heinz man. Have you never tried the Baxter's? Though? I don't think I have. No, is yeah, Baxter's not... the one where you've got to add water into it? No, that's Campbell's. That's Campbell's. That's Campbell's. Yeah. Fuck that. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I Campbell's. Fuck that. Fuck, fuck off, Campbell's. <laughs> Well, uh, but I have got a recommendation. You know, I'm a, you know what I'm like. I know I think, like, I'm yeah. a, think I Come know everything know. and yeah. all that. Yeah. And the nor, mm. the Swedish nor mm-hmm. pea and ham soup mm-hmm. is spectacular. Is that tinned? It's a tin soup. Is it? Um, you do have to add water to it. Oh, fuck that. <laughs> you can't add water. I've got the time. Oh, I just want to get it out the tin into the microwave. It's called soldiers. It, it, to identify it, it's got it's written in in Swedish, right? But it's something like you can see the word soul. It's soldier soup. Soldier soup. You see the word like soljek, right? Or something, and okay. you see a, a word that's very like Sven Sven Goran Eriksson, right? Where'd so, you buy this from? In U- conventional UK stores? Or yeah, me, like uh, a, a, a Euro importer. No, my wife gets it in the shopping. Does she? Yeah, oh, from nice. a card or. Uh, from a car door, <laughs> fella selling it at the back of a car. So it's it's pea and ham, and it's no. It's no pea and ham, yeah. Right, okay. But I'll, with I'll, the Swedish I'll label. try to try oh, that. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. Oh, it's amazing. Well, there man. you are, Catherine Parkinson. That should be the national soup of the UK. A John, Swedish soup. John Kelly, who's the best dancer? The two of you uh, out of the two of you. It's me. And which dance do you specifically excel I think at? It's me. You're a great well, you're, dancer. Your knees knackered, isn't it? So you I can't accept that you're one hell of a dancer. I've, I've got I've got what I like to call the uh, it's the slow rotating groove that I do. Yeah. And I get down. My, my centre of gravity drops right to the floor. Yeah. And I just kind of like move around like a crab. Not a crab. But, like, in a circle? In a circle, of yeah. course. The crab's a sideways and, mover. Yeah, but this is like a crab, but, but circular. Yeah. And there's some howling as well. But you don't have to have howling because it's a dance. There's those Dancing that's... should be mute, really. There's those that say that when you're not looking, the crab walks forward. Do you know what I mean? There are those we'll that say that. Know, we'll we? never know. My favourite dance is the crab, sideways move. Pincers out to the side. Do, do, are you familiar with the dance, the slosh? No, i never heard of it. Have you not heard of it? I used to be big at parties, family parties when I was a kid. There's kind of, you, you step to the to the left and then there's a, a clap and yeah. then I think you step forward and then there's another clap and it's a very rhythmical, it's really good for pissed people to dance to. All right, quite it's easy. easy. Yeah. Millie Newton... 
Mm-hmm. Um, asks a question about a slug. Do you want to address that one? No, not really. Yeah, yeah, go on. Would you take ten million in exchange for an invincible snail chasing you for the rest of your life? Invincible if the snail. snail touches you, you die. What happens when you're sleeping? Where does the snail go? Does the snail remain? Look, we, I don't have any more fucking info. Well, I've read it out. You know, when I'm asleep, the snail's going to catch us, isn't it? I'm going to die. Oh, yeah, you couldn't develop a steel suit that you I could, could sleep in. I could do with the 10 million. Exactly. Yeah, sleep, sleep in like a steel cage. Yeah. Snail proof. Yeah, I'll take that. You'll take it. Fucking invincible snail. Warm mug. Well, you wouldn't. Would you would? Why wouldn't you do it? Why wouldn't you take it? You must be mad like 10 million. You could buy a Ford Fiesta. You could have the snail killed for that. For at least a million. Are, are you, um, can, Jonathan Tate says, can you ask Mark Lawrenson to rank the 10 best Christmas gifts he's ever received? Um... Yeah, but not on this episode. All right, yo. <laughs> You'll have to do it at the next bids. Andy, how many times a week do you visit the burger van at the Sunderland B&M? Oh, here we go again, B&M. Who said this? Ryan Dunn. Ryan Dunn. Um, I don't go to the B&M burger van at Sunderland. I go to the B&Q one, because B&Q have got very high standards, I'm told, of who they let go in their car park with their burger van. Oh, there's like pre-testing. A, oh, Yeah. Quality control is everything at B&Q, yeah. That's useful to know, that. It is, isn't it? Yeah, is I can't remember where I got that from, but I might have made it up. I don't know. What, I mean, uh, my, outside my B&M, hmm. there's one, there's right. a van, but there's a Costa. Right. Right next to it, so, you know, I generally go Costa. Okay. Um, i tell you what I've got, Andrew. What you got? Um, I asked some of our guests, you know, that come on during the year... Yes. Um, ...to tell me what they were hoping to get for Christmas. Okay. So they've sent me... Um, I won't do for everyone. It goes WAV MP3, mm-hmm. WAV, WAV MP3. Okay. My variety there, yeah. Yeah, first one's uh, Mick McCarthy, so I'll press play, yeah? On, on the WAV, yeah. Okay. Christmas presents. You having a laugh? Christmas is for bastards. Santa's a bastard. The reindeer is the bastards. And the biggest bastards are the Christmas adverts. Thought up by actual bastards to con dozy bastards into parting with the bastard servings. I tell you what I would like a hat that says bastards on it, a jumper that says shut your mouth, you bastard, and a pair of slipper socks with a steel toe cap so I can kick out at bastards on Christmas <laughs> Bastard Day. <laughs> so, Thanks, Mick, Mick, that's what he wants. Thank you, Mick. Peter Beasley. Oh, God. Peter. Do you want the music for Peter or not? Um, no, it's how you just sent us oh, a little wav. Okay. Um, all right, uh, Bob. That's a, a very interesting question. And I am just sat here at the moment in the spare room reading an Argos catalogue mm. that the wife said I could borrow for 10 minutes, like, you know, to pick <laughs> something out and order it for myself. £20 maximum, she said, like, you know, and I ain't bad, really. Three things I've caught my eyes, right, you know. Firstly, a small pair of binoculars that would be very useful to help me stare at more things that are further away from my eyes. For example, a starling on a telegraph pole, a discarded Yorkie wrapper on the playing field by the water board offices, I might even, you know, think about it, I might even be able to read the writing on the menu board outside the drive-thru, Costa. Mmm. 
Second, I do like the look of the Salter brand multi-egg fryer and poacher, which contains the uh, claims to produce the perfect fried or poached egg in a robust non-stick situation. So it says the poachers will be circular and non-rubbery and will satisfy even the most vocal of wives. Like, you know, and that sounds like what I need, really. Only problem is it's uh, £20.99, you know, strictly speaking, it's above the wife's budget, like, you know. Thirdly, I'm very taken by the black long line shower resistant puffer jacket that comes in her bag, like. I'm very taken in, uh, by it because I reckon this puffer puffer in a bag could fit inside the uh, internal pocket of me puffer puffer jacket. Meaning that I would have a puffer puffer inside a puffer puffer. So it would be like a puffer 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 guy, you know. That would make me uh, very happy. So I think is, that is what I'll go for. I'll see you, Bob. Nice. Oh, that was Good lovely, that, yeah. Um, Mrs. Beardsley. Oh, oh sent her, she's learned how to independently yeah. operate a WAV. <laughs> Is it a WAV or an MP3? No, she's MP3. She's MP3. Okay. That's fucking easy. I would like a gift card for a visit to the Sunny Farm fucking battery hen, fucking battery hen factory in Morpeth. What a fucking deal that would be. And by the way, if Peter doesn't buy that salted egg fryer and poacher for himself, I will lamp him so fucking hard he'll end up wrapped round the fence of the fucking Doritos factory and Peter fucking Lee. Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> so, but Andy. That, I got that message. Right. Got a follow-up message from Peter. Oh, blimey. Uh, all right, Bob. Um, I think I fucked up. <laughs> Dog dead. <laughs> I'm sorry, I've got quite a few of these, Andy. Oh, no, that's all right. John Joe Shelby. Okay. John Joe Shelby. Hello. <laughs> then greetings from the crypt. Christmas means nothing to me. I worship the animal dirts and the darkness that lies inside the soul of Nigel Pearson. If you were to push me, I would like a nice Pifco headlamp for my bicycle. <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, and also maybe a nice new clamp for my heavy cape. The last one snapped when I had a scrap with an Alsatian in Luton. Any design, but preferably featuring an antel and a fuel pump. Bruce Forsyth, wav. From beyond the grave. You'd be on there. A Christmas gift for me to you. Yeah. Jibby, 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 do, do. A vacuum flask with a cup of tea for on the go. Thank you. Good night. <laughs> Michael Owen, it's the last one. Okay. You have asked me what I would like for Christmas. My answer is that I would like a missile for my helicopter that has the destructive power of Mother Nature. I would use the missile to rid the world of ants. Thank you, Michael. Oh, he's given that a lot of thought, hasn't he? That's, that's not just something off the cuff. That's something that's been eaten away in his, in his very soul for a long time. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome along to Who's the Christmas Prick? Is it Dom? Hey, Dom. Hello, Dom. Yeah. Hello, Dom. Did you not hear a bit while I said I, who I was? I couldn't. I didn't say. You having like... a bit of a biscuit there or something? I am. I'm sorry. Well, I haven't introduced you yet anyway, but never mind. We'll crack on. Welcome along. It's a very special Christmas edition of my game show. Who's the prick? Who's the Christmas prick? Now then, I'm joined today by the faded TV star, Boom Boomer, who likes to come along and play these games with me. And uh, also, I've got my sidekick with me, none other than Joe Swash. Say hello, Joe. Joe Swash. There you go. Right, one more, here we go. Now, I'm going to give you three names. Okay. Right, one of them is a Christmas prick. Okay. The other two, they're all right. All right. They're all right. Okay, your job is to tell me which one of them is the Christmas prick. Here we go. Three names. Number one, Charlie Lawson. Okay. Number two, David Richards. And number three, Danny Florence. One of them's a prick. Do you know which one it is? David Florence. Da- no, it's David Richards or Danny Florence. Danny Are you Florence. messing with my head? Yeah. Danny Florence, Tom. Thank you. Danny Florence. He lost both his legs, a hand, and most of his fingers when he was a kid, but this Christmas he's getting a bionic hand. Oh, right. Danny Flores is not pretty. He's not because he's very far from it. Uh, Who was the the prick? The prick? I'll get Joe Swash to tell us. Joe, who was the prick? Joe Swash! Fucking hell, Joe. We've been through this before. I'll do it. The prick was Charlie Lawson. He Uh, murdered his wife and six of their children in North Carolina on Christmas Day 1929. What a real prick. Christmas prick. Yeah, Christmas prick. (laughs) David Richards, he's a dairy farmer from Worcestershire. He was up at 5am on Christmas Day last year, milking 300 cows. Ooh, Christmas hero. Christmas hero. And Danny Florence, obviously a Christmas hero, looking forward to getting his new hand. Um... You've lost, unfortunately. <laughs> so that means that you are ultimately the prick. Prick of Christmas. So there we are. Thank you very much for joining Thank me. Thank you, Dom. Rob Boomer. The, 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 nice fella, Dom, really, isn't he, you know? I love him. Did you see that series he did recently on the mornings on BBC One? No, what were we was He was in America and he was going around with the emergency services in America. And he's going around with, like, ambulances and yeah. stuff. And he was just... He was just stunned yeah. by some of the events yeah. that, that turn up at. But yeah. he was trying his best to help. It was really nice. Yeah. I think he's probably a very sweet fella. Only a little lad. 
Oh, little fella, yeah. Yeah, five toes. I wonder if like he'd if we don't get a kiss off him under the mistletoe. <laughs> you might, you off, might be the perfect. Off, off knockers. Yeah, mate, you might be the perfect victim, should I say. <laughs> Hey, let's have a crime files, Andy. I mean, why not? Nice time to have a crime files, isn't when it? Is there not a nice time to have a crime files? Crime files. The traditional German Christmas market is becoming a regular feature of the festive celebrations in many Christmas towns. The Berkshire village of Thatcham was no exception, and the Christmas market of 2018 was the biggest and most ambitious yet. It was also to be their last. One of the stallholders that year was nonsense potter Neil Hunt. He had fired a number of nonsense baubles and table decorations with unusual Christmas themes. The public showed initial interest in his display, but soon drifted away without making purchases. I just don't understand. What is it with these Todd warriors? Do they not appreciate the artistry of my pieces? For Christ's sake, some of them could be collector's items in years to come. Neil walked round to the front of his stall to evaluate his display. He was immediately conscious of the deep, savoury, slightly briny steam drifting across the front of his display from the adjoining German sausage stall. That's it, he thought. The Tottos don't stay to look at my display because of the meat steam filling their lungs. He walked over to the adjoining stall. Hey, you Fritz, can I have a word, please? Uh, my name's not Fritz, it's Lucas. How can I help you? I'm a little bit concerned that this miasma being created by your boiling meat is causing discomfort to my potential purchases. Can you do something about it? Uh, when a sausage is boiled, uh, you get steam. I uh, cannot control the wind, sir. Of course, I'm not, not a fucking moron. I have a steam iron at home and I'm perfectly aware of the effect a draft has on it. But it seems to me you're boiling the living shit out of the sausages. Could they not be put onto a lower flame? Uh, no, sir. I, I've used this technique for many years. Any variance may alter their unique flavour. Well, what about a fan? A small electric fan to blow the shitty steam in a different direction? I, I have no spare sockets. I am using them all up for my bun warmer, my Xmas lights, my fridge and my hot water heater. Yes, all right. All right, but it's a little energy pit, aren't you? I'm surprised there's any electric left for anyone else. Um, that's not how it works, sir. There is an almost infinite supply provided by the national grid. Oh, I get it. Mr. Fucking Sausage Man with his hot fucking buns and his toxic fucking steam has got an attitude. Well, you won't feel so clever when I report you to the market superintendent for your steamy fucking nuisance. Neil called over the market boss. How can I help you, Mr. Potter? <laughs> What's your name? Tell me your name. Stuart Upton. Well, Stuart Upton, this stallholder here, who claims to be called Lucas and not Fritz, by the way, is creating a cloud of savoury steam in front of my stall that's putting off my customers. What are you going to do about it, Stuart Upton? Go on, Stuart Upton, tell me what you're actually going to fucking do. Oh, there's bound to be steam, Mr Potter. He's boiling up sausages. You can't expect him to control the direction of the wind. Yes, I know that. But does it have to be so dense and unpleasant? Couldn't he cover the pot or occasionally turn it off so my customers can actually fucking see what I'm selling? <laughs> 
Oh, watch your language, sir. Every stall holder here is under an obligation to have a, um, behave in a polite and appropriate manner. And you think it's appropriate to generate a fucking cloud of hot, savoury German fucking steam in front of an adjacent store? Do you? Do you think that's appropriate? He has a licence to cook and prepare hot food, and that is all he's doing. And what about me? Don't I have the right to sell my goods without infecting customers with evaporated fucking pork? That's quite enough of the swearing, sir. You do that again and I'll withdraw your market permit with immediate effect. Oh, you will, will you? But you'll allow Casey fucking Jones here to puff out his shit mist with impunity. Right, that's it. I'm closing you down. You can fucking try, Stuart Upton. I'm Neil Hunt Nonsense Potter, not some transient meat peddler like fucking Fritz here. At this point, Stuart tried to grab Neil, but he dodged his grip and ran behind the counter, grabbing Lucas and forcing his hand hard down on the, on the bun warmer. Take that, you fucking peddler of Todd! Tell Stuart Upton to back off! Tell him my brother owns a sword shop and my neighbour's two-door down has a functioning Johnny fucking seven multi-gun! Uh, I won't say that to Stuart Upton. I, I respect him too much. You fucking sap! You pathetic, simpering prick. Just you fucking watch this. Neil took hold of the handles either side of the sausage boiling pot and dumped the liquid onto the floor. I'm Neil fucking Hunt. I fear no liquid, not on this earth or anywhere else. (laughs) As the liquid hit the floor, it immediately shorted the extension lead and cut the electricity to the whole of the market. Neil was grabbed by two community policemen and dragged away from the market to a wall outside a shop that sold leather goods. (laughs) Get off me! Get the fuck off me! You're not even proper cops! This market isn't even proper fucking Germany! And half the leather goods on display here are no more than 50% real leather! The world has turned to Todd and you can't even fucking see it! As Neil was placed in the back of the police van... He had one last parting shot to aim at the market bus at the market boss. And as for you, Stuart Upton, you're on my fucking list. All you had to do was turn down the fucking steam. You fucked with Neil Hunt and he will destroy you. <laughs> so that was Christmas mar- Christmas market special. I don't special. think anything is as as you know brought about the spirit of Christmas as much as Neil Hunt there at the Christmas German market. That is that, that's just Christmas in a fucking nutshell at for me. The German is. Christmas market. La 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 la. Shall we have a few more questions from the uh, the parson of us? Um. Jack Marshall says, do either of you use a snooze alarm? I do, and it fucking annoys me. Yeah, I, I occasionally do, but I don't mean to. <sighs> you know, I'd like something, I'd like to pay 10 million quid maybe, yeah. to the snail people, to give me some kind of steel suit that'll wake me up first thing, and just, I'll just get up. Yeah. I struggle to come round It's that defer- the morning. deferring your working times. I know. Fucking labyrinth, labyrinth, hellish labyrinth. Questions really annoyed me. Uh, John Paul Jones says, have you seen me keys? I have, yeah. I've seen his keys. I haven't seen his keys. Well, there we are. Mixed emotions. Brian Kane, I'm after a part-time job after Christmas and was wondering if the guru will be taking on extra staff after the sales. Got a wav in on that one. Yeah. 
yes, I will be spending the post-Christmas period hovering around outside major retail outlets, counselling people who have had their returned goods rejected, helping them, helping them to move on and to grow. Brian, you're very, very welcome to join me, but there will be no payment. It will be about personal growth only. And we are, so this oh, is right. He's helping people take stuff back, like Debenhams and that. I've booked her. Uh, the, the guru's been around the house twice. Right. He's done... Um, and I really think it's helped. He took a lot of my electrical stuff. Right, yeah. Because he reckons there's a bad... You're like, getting vibes a aura, isn't it? Yeah, something. and like, it, it, probably your Wi-Fi stuff as well. Has he took much of that? Because um, all of that's similar. Oh, he took me... Well, well, I'll be perfectly honest with you. What he did was he's um, took the main fuse out of me electric. Right. Um, <laughs> so I don't... But, I, you know, it's nice. Me and the wife sat around the candle. Darkness, you know. but peace. Yeah, it's really peaceful. Yeah, it's, the guru think, knows his shit, I think you know? it's what they call mindfulness, isn't it? Yeah. So, Andrew, I was listening to the latest uh, Martin from Horns Under the Hammer show. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, on the radio where he looks uh, around the, the radio, houses yeah. of famous footballing people. Yeah. Now, this is a good one this week because he was um, at Nigel Pearson's house, you know, new oh, Watford yeah, yeah. manager. Yeah. So I downloaded it, converted it into a WAV. Good. Would you like to hear it? Podcast quality standard. Yeah. WAV. Thank yeah. you. Here it goes. Press play. Ma, 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 Martin. Do do do, ma 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 Martin, ma ma tin 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 tin. So as always, it starts off with um, Martin knocking on the door. No, it's all right, mate. I don't need any of your, the shit you're peddling. Do one. It's me, Nigel Martin from Homes Under the Hammer. Come to have a look around your house. Do you want to have a fight? Is that what you mean? It sounds from what you're saying that you mean that you want to lose a fight. Come on then, let's do it. I've never lost a fight. I don't want to fight anyone or anything. What are you talking about fighting for then? Come on, strip off. Let's have a bare knuckle on the patio. Look, I think there might have been some crossed lines here. It was all agreed with my producer, the lovely and might I say multi-fingered Catherine. It's you that's crossed the line here, mate. Turning up on my doorstep, looking like you slept on a bed of nettles last night. Come on, make a move. I dare you. Well, I must say, this is a very unusual approach to a talk and walk interview. A little bit different, but I like it. So, this must be your front door. The threshold to the property, if you like. I see the door knocker is a replica lead cosh, and the half glazing is decorated with images of apes' teeth. Unusual, but I like it. What's it all about, Nigel? It's a warning. When I fight, I bite. But isn't bite fighting something that only babies do? Quite right, I am a baby. You got some sort of problem with that? What, you're an actual baby, but you're massive. Surely that can't be true. All right, I'm a toddler. You happy now? Oh, I get it. Listen, Nigel... I'm a new boy, just moved into the area. Would you like to show me your toys? Then maybe come over to my house and have a go on me Hot Wheels Crocodile Canyon. Oh, yeah, that would be ace. Come on, let's go into my playroom. Thanks, Nigel. What a lovely playroom this is. Probably the best I've 
The person who owns this playroom must be very clever and bright. Describe it to me. Well, I've got a sand pit, got a scale extric, got a 105-piece Thomas Tank engine set, got a Star Wars lava lamp, a book about monsters, a book about rockets, and a book about how lemons are grown. Lemon growing, that's a bit unusual, a bit different, but I like it. It just goes to show what an interesting young lad you are. Why is there an angle grinder in the room? That is unusual. I use it to chop the heads off action figures when they start talking back at me. I'm the boss in here, and I hate back chat. Hold on. Weren't we meant to be having a fight? No, that must be someone else. I'm the nice man from the International Good Boy Association, and I'm here to give you a sticker that says Certified Best Fighter in the UK. Oh, wow. At last. Now, I've left my sticker in the car, so I'll just pop out and get it. Why don't you put on your Mr Kipling cake pyjamas? And in the meantime, I wish you the very best of luck. Will do. God, I can't believe it. An actual sticker. So that was an all-too-brief visit to Nigel Pearson's lovely home. An unusual five minutes, very different, I think, due to the levels of violence on offer. But do you know what? I liked it. Ma, 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 Martin. Ma, 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 Martin. Ma, ma, ten, 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 ten. Very nice. Nice, wasn't it? Once you buy into the idea that Nigel Payson might speak like that, it's quite enjoyable, I think. That's about it from Parsnips. That was Christmas Parsnips. Christmas Parsnips, very appropriate. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for indulging us. Thanks for your support during the year. Yeah, that's brilliant. Have a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, and we'll be back with more very soon. See ya. Bye bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.